welcome to part two of the Impact Insights podcast, our final podcast for the year. Please enjoy. What is a seamless transition? Hello, Harsha. Hi, Nicole. Hello, Harsha. Good to see you. Hello, I've, welcome. Hello, welcome both to... of you. I've been admiring your backgrounds. Very beautiful, well put together. Oh, thank you. We're at, from home. Yeah, it's good. Um, we just had a lovely chat too, Lucia. I'm just going to continue this conversation on about um, just reflecting on 2022 and a little bit of a chat about what we think 2023 is going to look like in terms of our industry. Was there any standout news item from this year for you? Um, my standout wasn't a fun standout, but it was the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Um, a really, really terrible ruling that we saw over in the US happen this year. Um, I think it was a really big standout for me because I remember learning about it from so many different angles when I was growing up as like an example of US judicial power when I was really interested in the law, but also just something that had um, a really big impact on the second wave of feminism, especially in the US, which is where a lot of that rolled out from. Um, and seeing the impact of that just in a few months has been ridiculous. But also, I remember growing up and Roe v. Wade was such a statute thing that would always be mentioned in like media and shows and just everything is something that couldn't be overturned and was 100% there. And it's really, really sad to have seen it in my lifetime and hopefully we can see it flip back. Yeah, it's going to take a while though, isn't it? Um, it just seems to be Trump continues yeah, to affect yeah. society. Yeah, anyway. And it's crazy how someone with like such little grip or what seems like such little grip on reality, like completely destroyed so many systems that were like so carefully put together. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, okay, let's move on to your favourite campaign. My favourite campaign, a really fun one, mm. um, was Tinder and the Queensland Police Force. So a match no one saw coming, but I have <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed <laughs> It's always the surprising matches that make you excited. Um, with They partnered together to really combat um, sexual assault cases that have been on the rise as a result of online dating. And it's been a really interesting campaign, the first of its kind, the first of this type of brand partnership. And I've always been interested in brands partnering together and like the impact they can have and the boosted impact of like shared I don't know how to explain that, shared tagging or shared cross. The only word coming to mind is pollination. So we're going to go with that kind of biological <laughs> metaphor today. Um, just their um, boosted impact. It was a really like Tinder, whether we like it or not, is one of the biggest online dating platforms right now. And for them to have partnered with such a great program says a lot. And it was a really impactful um, decision and I'm really glad the Queensland Police Force took initiative yeah. in this way. Yeah, brilliant. Um, just speaking of the Queensland Police Force, terrible news this week around um, two beautiful young police um, officers being um, murdered um, up in Queensland this week. So uh, if anyone's listening from that from our police family, um, we send out our deepest condolences. Absolutely. 
yeah, I sent my brother, my little brother a message. He's in the police force. sent him a little message to say that I was thinking of him yesterday. Yeah, so. the ripples of the pain of, of losing people in our forces is that everyone starts to, yeah, have those feelings about their own family who are in, in service as well. It's very sad. Yeah. Uh, Favourite campaign, Harsha, from, from Impact that you've worked on this year? Um. Well, my favourite campaign has been echoed throughout, especially <laughs> for the Corp team so far. But Family of League, 100%. What do you say? Um, Can you say Jinx? Is that, is that three or four people? Jinx, that's what you can't talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Harsha, Harsha, Harsha. Okay, now you can. <laughs> um, no, it was so special to work, be a part of, like, uh, the rebrand of an organisation that I've worked with in the past. It was fantastic. Um, to see them transform and the work that was put into it. But it was also such a great learning experience for me, which stepping into this role was my biggest goal. And that one campaign taught me so much. And coming out the other side, I was like, yeah, I can successfully say that I can do all these things now. Radio pitching. So waking up at 5am, that experience was amazing and I'm glad to have done yeah. it. And one of our key <laughs> media targets called it the most important um, name change in rugby league history, which is just incredible. So, yeah, just a fabulous campaign, and and my hat goes off to the whole corporate team that uh, that was behind this and and led by obviously you, Fry, as well. So really proud of the work that Impact has done there. Yeah, everyone put yeah. a lot of heart into yeah. that one. It's it's those ones stay with you, and there's oh, a lot Fry, of heart. Fry even it. learned how to bind for this campaign, so. <laughs> I did learn how to bind. That is a segue we will not go down. How do you not know how to bind? No, I had to relearn because I hadn't used it in about – I taught Harsha how to do it and in the process I said lots of swear words. Okay, biggest biggest communications fail that you witnessed in 2022. Um, Continuing my theme of branding and rebrands, I'm – the Women's Network logo. Oh, my God. Was that this year? That was this year. I double-checked. <laughs> it was horrendous. I don't know how. It looked It looked like a dick and balls, right? Yes, 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 it yeah. did. It was. God. I think we say the word penis. Penis Francis. and scrotum. I don't know, testicles. Mm-hmm, Both. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you guys Would you like me to some other anatomy? <laughs> <laughs> All in the same kind of package. So, yeah, yeah. I'll let you do that. Oh, so bad. It was awful. And yeah, with Bomb as well, like, how do you not double check these things before you go ahead and try and change such a crucial part of your brand? Like, it was absolutely crazy. And I don't know how they went that far into both of their programs and rebrands without checking. So, yeah. I'm looking absolutely. forward to those episodes of Utopia when it reboots. <laughs> <laughs> Um, going into the new year, Harsha, the lessons that we've learned this year that we'll be taking into next year, what, what do you think they might be? Well, my biggest one was how crucial communications is to everything. Like we saw this happen through the pandemic. Comms people really changed how every message was delivered and through such a terrible time it was so important. Um, and with those fails, we can see how important keen attention to detail but also strategic and critical thinking is so important to developing like a really good comm strategy and having extra voices and extra people like reviewing your work um, is so crucial and so key so I think my biggest takeaway is a bigger team and more eyes on your product 
and more diverse and more um, interesting people looking at your work really leads to a better final product. Like I think maybe if they had some women looking at the Women's Network logo or maybe if they had some people who actively use Twitter looking at the Bonry brand, it would have been such a different outcome for them. Yeah, listen, they're wise, very wise words for someone so young. You're going to go far, Mel. Oh, I hope so. From your mouth to the universe, please. <laughs> manifest, manifest, manifest. I've been listening to the Snoop Dogg affirmations as my new morning Excellent. affirmation routine, but we might sneak yeah. some Nicole in there as well if I can get a sound bite. <laughs> Well, thank you, my love. It was a pleasure and um, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for having me. Bye. See ya. Hello, Trish. Hello, ladies. How are you going? Good, good. Thank you for joining us. We just had a lovely chat with Harsha that ended on Snoop Dogg. So... I Let's see where we go. Top, yeah, top so that, in Trish. the same breath, you said that she's very mature of her age and she ended the call with um, Snoop Dogg affirmations. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome, Trish. We are keen to pick your brain and chat about 2022 with you. And we'd like to kick off with what's your big news item, memorable news item of the year and why? Look, there was so many throughout 2022, but I think um, the Bruce Lerman trial um, and just the injustice for Brittany Higgins this year, I think that was really strong throughout the year, a strong news cycle with Brittany. It's just so disappointing, the outcome, and that just in general, the way she was treated in the courtroom and in the media and how that's kind of representative of what we've seen quite a bit in the media, in the AU media in the last few years. You know, we've got Lisa Wilkinson as well stepping away from her um, role on the project due to just relentless targeted media toxicity, as she referred to it, which also was connected to mm-hmm. the Brittany Higgins trial. It's just really disappointing to see. And I just, I hope that we can learn from this trial and what's happened and that women shouldn't be scared to, you know, speak their truth yeah and she, you know I, I think she still did the right thing going to media first like in that position um yeah I just feel like I I, I hope that it doesn't discourage women from coming forward because it, mm. it was just awful to see some of the things written about her and I hope she eventually finds justice absolutely yeah should we have beautiful on. women working for us don't we Brian? yeah I know we do. very just, lucky what was mine the queen <laughs> It's culturally significant. Yeah. (laughs) No, but absolutely, Trish. Um, I think that's a really, it was a big standout for me this year too. And I think you make some really, really important points. So a little closer to our world, Marcom's world, let's have a chat about your favourite external campaign and your favourite impact campaign this year. Would love to. Um, I remember from early on in the year, Uh, in line with the invasion um, of Ukraine by Russia, that Airbnb um, launched a social media campaign encouraging people to book book a stay in Ukraine with no intention to actually be there, but just to um, provide some sort of income uh, to those um, residents and some sort of funnel of income for people who were obviously in a war-torn country at the time and who Mm. were really struggling. And it was just – I just thought that was a really – 
you know, it's simple, it's meaningful, it, you know, that it goes right into their pocket. Well, Airbnb probably got a cut, but, um, you know, it goes right into like the the owner's, um, like the resident's pocket. I thought that was a really, really so um, clever. smart. Yeah, very clever. And, you know, over 61,000 nights were booked. Um, yeah, I just thought that was a really good representation of people just rallying together, doing what they can um, just to, yeah, support um, the residents in the Absolutely. UK. And so amazing and clever when a big business can use its technology and seamless customer experience and plug it into like human aid, like instantly. Mm. A really, really incredible um, thing that they did. Yeah, brilliant. And what about us, Impact? What was your favourite campaign um, of the year? Look, there's been a lot this year that I've been super, super proud of. But um, in the last, a recent one that we've just done is an announcement for Nestle Australia. And um, they've announced that they're planting 10 million trees in Australia by 2025 as part of a broader global reforestation program. Um, you know, they're working towards... Um, 300 million trees planted by 20 uh, by 2030 and then net zero emissions by 2050. And look, while there's always going to be scepticism for like big businesses, I love these type of announcements because it's like if these big corporations aren't doing these amazing, you know, environmental programs and, and, and you know, paving the way for um, progress, then no one else is going to step up as well. Like they're setting the example um, – you know, they're setting the standard and hopefully other um, companies will follow suit. Um, but I think it's a brilliant initiative. It's going to help biodiversity here. It's going to help farmers here. Um, and I think it's just like a yeah. beautiful program. I was really proud to be a part of that. Absolutely. And I and I, I have, I echo everything you say, Trish, and I had the pleasure of working on this campaign yeah. with you as well. And I think one of the arguments is often like, just change it, you know, like start a mm. new business, um, bake in, you know, environmental sustainable practices from day one. That is, of course, the ideal and every new business should be doing that. But we're talking about legacy businesses that are hundreds of years old mm -hmm. and for them to be investing at the level that they are to revolutionise and innovate, it's so important because if they don't do it, then we're all stuffed. So exactly. I think it's a great initiative too. Exactly. Okay, so last couple of things. What was your big fail of the year and what do you think the lessons that are learned for this year that we're going to take into 2023. Can I, can I, sorry, before you start, Trish, I just want to clarify, it's not Trish's big fail. <laughs> Trish you don't have enough do time, fails. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How long is this podcast? <laughs> sorry, um, you're right. What's your, what is your opinion of the biggest communications fail? I'm getting a bit shorthand and lazy towards no, the end of this fine. podcast. I got it, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Um, I think we have to look at our lovely RBA governor, Philip Lowe. Um, look, call me crazy, but I'm sorry if people listen to what we said. It's <laughs> a very odd term of phrase when, you know, the, their whole company is built on the cre their credibility. Um, I just think that, look, it's one thing to say that interest rates won't rise. Um, obviously, there's contingencies um, and it is a shame that it's going to affect thousands of people, but at least own up to your miscommunication or like don't put it back on the thousands of Australian Australians who are now struggling and in it's a the house they can't it's, afford. It's the worst apology to ever. To say, right? I'm sorry oh you listened God. to us. Uh, it's wild. No, I'm sorry no. if oh. people listened to what we had to say. It's like, well, if you're that irrelevant, why do we ever listen to anything you mm. have to say? It's the equivalent to saying, I'm sorry, but... 
Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm and sorry that you're stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, look, I just – I wish he just owned it a bit more. Um, I know it's not his fault per se, but, my God, take some responsibility um, and just show a bit of empathy, which mm. comes into what I feel like – the lessons learned for 2023. Nice segue. Thank you. (laughs) I might take up podcasting. Um, (laughs) And I'm out. (laughs) Um, I think that after the pandemic, um, everyone's bullshit raiders are pretty, like we're just no tolerance for it anymore. People really respond well to... People who just either own their mistakes or show some authenticity, a bit of empathy, and then that will really get cut through, I think, in the media. I spoke to one of our clients this afternoon about leadership and we were talking about predictions for 2023 and we're like, what's what's everyone speaking about for 2023? What do you need to do to be a good leader? And they said the top thing is empathy, which is harder than it sounds. So I feel like that would trickle through to communications as well. Um, yeah, be authentic be empathetic I think that's what we should really be thinking about nice. yeah some really common themes through mm. this podcast yeah absolutely campaigns with purpose um theme key themes for next year around authenticity and and, and empathy yeah mm. you're, you're spot on Trish thank you Trish and you forgot to mention you'll be taking over from me in my <laughs> session in the podcast in 2023 very soothing voice I could go to sleep listening to you <laughs> even with even with my sinuses yeah it's kind of sexy <laughs> kind of sexy <laughs> really wise words from um from trish there but now we've got another wise person hello ebony hi thanks hello. for having hi. me um so nice to see your face oh so nice it, to see it, all your faces as well <laughs> um, we just finished talking to trish and we are going to continue our podcast you're the last impacted we're speaking to this afternoon so you better make it good last but not least i'll i'll try and live up to that don't you worry although please set your expectations to zero <laughs> um just wanted to ask you a couple of questions you've um i've kind of prepped you for this anyway so that's good uh standout news item from this year what do you think it was for you? For me, as a Northern Beaches local and a criminology enthusiast, it'll have to be the Chris Dawson trial um, and his yeah. sentencing that happened earlier this year. I know that's a case that's very close to the hearts of a lot of people um, in my community, even my mum. So she was actually taught by him. Um, so seeing this kind of um, come and be wrapped up that he was prosecuted and sentenced to 24 years in jail when there was nobody found and it was 40 years later is just an absolutely huge feat um, for what people generally see as a really broken justice system. Um, and it's also with the push for Lynn's Law, so the nobody, no parole, um, which has already been implemented in multiple states around Australia but not in New South Wales, it really just re-emphasises the effect that journalism and good investigative journalism has on our community. Um, and, and podcasting. And podcasting as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but also the, the power of community, that when people get on board, when people are interested and they actually push for yes. something um, – your voice does matter and your voice does make a difference and the media is not mm. just for those who have power but for those who actually care. Um, so, yeah, that was a that was a massive yeah. one for 
for me and for yeah agree agree absolutely really captured it captured headlines around the world incredible absolutely incredible and to I feel like I kind of lived through it because I was listening to the teacher's pet as it came out um, each episode by episode and then just like having it be taken away from the podcasting platforms. You're like, oh, I feel like I was really part of this. I'm really part of this um, this journey with Headley Thomas as well as um, uh, Lynn's family and her daughters as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was saying to Fry before, it's been a big big year of news. Big absolutely year. big year of news. Yeah, okay, it's hard moving, to pick just one. <laughs> moving on to... Um, Best campaign or your favourite campaign for the year outside of what we do? So I am a sucker for a good feminist campaign um, and things that promote kind of female safety as well. So I'm sure this has already been mentioned. Um, But having recently gone to the PRIA Golden Targets Awards, their national campaign of the year, the Police and Tinder Perfect Match. Um, So in an attempt to raise awareness and provide a safety net for uh, Queenslander locals, the police launched a campaign with um, the dating app, um, Tinder. And so Tinder users would be able to receive pop-up tips to increase awareness when on dates, along with support options and links. So this is just trying to aim to empower uh, the Queenslander community to use dating apps safely which is a huge thing seeing the spike in um, date rape cases since dating apps have kind of like grown in popularity since their first um, their first introduction but another one that I wanted to really quickly highlight as well was the Imagine campaign in the UK which came out on International Women's Day and was kind of imagine a CEO do you picture a male imagine a nurse do you picture a female and really I loved that campaign yeah really highlighting yeah. gosh was that was this, this year know, too? it was yeah. early wow. in the year it was march in this year yeah no, but it's was. just yeah that was an incredible even for campaign. myself as someone that i see is quite like a strong feminist to understand that there's still such deep-rooted misogyny or like deep-rooted stereotypes that still exist for yourself and being able to check yourself on that and be like no there is actually like it's still rewiring that needs to do it. it's that recognition that will ultimately like push the feminist movement and equality and equity forward yeah, it was a really great a great campaign, and and as I mentioned before, uh, we'll put these links to these campaigns in in our show notes. Um, Ebony, what about the campaign that you worked on this year for Impact? What was your favourite campaign? So a personal favourite, I have to say, is the Celebrate Australia 2022 campaign. So I was lucky enough to work on the first instalment um, last year in 2021, and it was just doubly as amazing being able to come and work on it again this year. Um, So Nestle Professional chose uh, six towns across Australia who really embodied community and sporting spirit. They had both Nescafe Blend 43 and Milo Jump on board and feature these towns and iconic town events on their tins. So such as uh, the Mandura Crab Fest, uh, Geelong AFLW Games, And in addition to giving, they partnered with the local Rotary Club. So in addition to giving um, a donation of these tins, they also gave a donation of $5,000 to these Rotary Clubs to be used towards a community initiative. Um, And I found it such a fulfilling campaign during, for a lot of these towns, it's been a really tough couple of years between fires, floods, rising costs of living, COVID, to have just like that little bit of you're recognized and you're seen by these big brands, uh, especially a brand like Nestle who doesn't have to do something like this, but they really see the importance of recognizing smaller communities and giving back to them. And as the person who was on the phones and speaking to a lot of these um, journalists personally, 
the enthusiasm, the excitement and the like the thanks that they had for being recognized um, was just really, really heartwarming. So that was definitely my highlight, I think, for, for the campaigns this year was being able to recognize these communities and just give them, I don't know, a shining light through the difficulties that they've been through. Yeah, I, it's been a, it's been a yeah, such a fun, fun campaign, campaign, and there's been this ongoing yeah. theme with everybody that we've spoken to today about this work for purpose. You know, doing purpose, purposeful work, and I, I just love that. Um, okay, let's go to oh god, the biggest communications fail that you've seen in 2022. And, and sorry, I've got my I've got your notes in front of me, and I went oh yeah, him again. <laughs> <laughs> there's, been a, there's been a lot, I feel, between Optus, Qatar, but for me, I think the biggest one that stood out is 100% Elon's acquiring of Twitter, um, especially a lot of work we do with influencers. Twitter has been such a huge metric for measuring success of campaigns, articles that are shared across the platform, and just seeing the fall of a platform that was the biggest, kind of one of the biggest sources of news for a lot of professionals um, has been both a bit like both sad but also really interesting narrative on kind of the fluidness of media and especially social media and it'll just be interesting to see in what footsteps will the other the other platforms that are generally used such as Facebook and Instagram and now even TikTok that if it's not controlled by media moguls but rather billionaires who have the money to play with it what how will those metrics kind of change in the future? So it's just a, I feel like a really interesting, um, I mean, completely entertaining, but also horrible, like the the whole the whole thing, like letting <laughs> Kanye and Trump back on and giving them back a voice when uh, the hate that they've been spreading and then the back and forth, but being able to see kind of a, it's kind of like a commentary on how quickly um, media, uh, different media platforms move and move and change. Let that be the last that we speak <laughs> of Elon, or as you like to call him, the chief twit. Chief twit. Um, this <laughs> year. Mr. Musk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope just, that's just, the last. <laughs> just going into <laughs> next year, then, of the lessons learnt this year, what do you think is going to be um, important for our industry next year? I'm sure I'm echoing a lot of what other people have said, but it feels like this year has been really building towards and emphasizing um, a hunger for authenticity, but also connection. Um, so now that we're coming into a post-COVID world and events can start to happen more often, I'm sure we'll see a massive uptick of that in 2023 um, and an appetite of people wanting to actually connect face-to-face -face, um, and real opportunity to kind of harness that as well um, and bring those opportunities to light. But also there's been a massive call for brands to really stick to their authenticity um, and really just absolutely um stand for what their what their their core values are um but also to um demonstrate the products of like the reliability and the services that they're actually providing as well um, so i think next year will be a massive year for connection physical connection actually being able to see people in the flesh um but also also brands really choosing and aligning with their values and promoting that authenticity yeah that's a great way to end the podcast ebony thank you so much for joining us yeah thank you ebony wise words <laughs> Oh, Lordy Lord, that is the podcast of all podcasts, the mother of all podcasts. We have just educated the masses. <laughs> we have. I love it. <laughs> that, was, that was really, oh, we've got such smart people working with us too, Fry, seriously. I know. And I just wanted to say, for anyone who wonders what like an average week is like at Impact, these, these are the conversations we're having all the time. We don't just save them up and 
and go, oh, at the end of the year, let's reflect once. On a weekly basis, we come together as a team and have a, a meeting called Inspire. And we talk about the big issues. We talk about social media trends. We talk about industry campaigns and we keep our finger on the pulse. We uh, learn from each other's experiences and diverse perspectives and have debates and discussions about things because dialogue is healthy and it fosters creativity and it fosters opportunity and connection. And I think it really is um, the foundation of great communication. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap for 2022. That's a wrap um, from me and it's a wrap from you and we look forward to what 2023 has in, in store. Yeah, have a safe and happy break. Everyone. Yeah. Thank you, Leah, for being our wonderful producer. We love you. You're the best. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody.